The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now you might remember on the show we talked a couple of weeks ago about teacher shortages, and there maybe was an expectation or rather a hope that most of the uh, problems around shortages would be solved by the time that schools reopened. Well, they've all reopened now, and it appears the problem has not been solved. Clodagh Farrell is with me. She's a principal of Stepole and Educate Together National School. Uh, Cloda, uh, tell me a little bit. How bad is this? Um, I suppose, like uh, the reason I'm here talking to you today is because we, I'm running a subbing group, a WhatsApp group that has principals and subs on it, and so the information I have is kind of coming from that. You know, um, principals text in with their um, the jobs they have available and to see if there's any sub out there. And I suppose, like the last couple of weeks. It's just been nonstop. It's hopping the whole time, but it's more than subbing. It's it's fixed-term jobs. It's year-long jobs. It's maternity leaves. It's long-term jobs that, that people are looking to fill at the minute. Uh, and are you and your colleagues successful in terms of filling those jobs? Are there enough substitute teachers out there? No, definitely not at the moment. You know, you talk to any principal and you'll hear the stories that they have unfilled fixed term positions and I suppose for a lot of schools that were subject to to, in Dublin now and I suppose my experience is Dublin so I will say that it is in Dublin we're talking Um, a lot of schools in the Dublin diocese who are Catholic schools were subject to the to the panel so the permanent jobs that panel just cleared recently so those permanent jobs are only coming up now so I suppose the fear that a lot of principals would have is that they have teachers in temporary positions who may now start to apply for a permanent position so they could also lose them. And where does that leave you and colleagues? I mean, if a teacher is, is planning to be off for maybe an extended period of time or they happen to ring in sick or they ring you the night before and say, listen, I'm not going to make it into school tomorrow, Claudia, you need to try and find a sub. What happens when you don't find it? So then you kind of have to look around and see how you cover it. I suppose the last couple of years, you know, we haven't been able to split classes up because of COVID and the restrictions around that. Um, I guess those restrictions don't seem to be as strict this year. So maybe that's an option. But like, as we know, that's an option for, you know, an odd day here and there. It's not, it's definitely not a long-term solution. So what tends to happen is you're, and like other staff in the school, your set teachers, your special education teachers get pulled from their roles and put into classrooms. Mm. Principals are in classrooms, you know, it's it's really, really difficult. So you're, you're facing this situation, you and your colleagues, that there's all of these vacancies to fill, whether they be permanent or, or just temporary vacancies, day-to-day vacancies, maternity leave, whatever it happens to be. There's not enough bodies to fill them. Uh, why is that? Do the teachers not exist or is it that they don't necessarily, they want jobs in Dublin maybe? Yeah, I think the, the the Dublin thing is certainly a huge thing. And that's come up time and again over the last couple of years. Like there are an awful lot of young teachers who finish college and they can't afford to live in Dublin. They can't get accommodation. So they, they, they'll move back down home or they'll move outside Dublin, you know, and they'll look for work there. So I suppose that's why Dublin and the bigger cities are being particularly hit by this, you know. Um, and I, I guess there are a lot of a lot of teachers who are choosing to go abroad, you know, for accommodation reasons as well as other reasons too, you know. 
and I, Dublin has always been more expensive. Any capital city in any country is going to be yeah. more expensive than, than 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 other parts of the country. But it's it's a problem that I well I I get the sense talking to you that's getting worse. It hasn't been that this bad in the past, has it? No, I don't think so. And I think before, while you might have said, oh, like it was more expensive to rent in Dublin than to rent, you know, maybe elsewhere in the country, it has become almost impossible. And even if you have the money, it's trying to find somewhere, you mm. know. So, and and I don't think that for teachers coming out of college, for young staff like that, they just don't have the they don't if the, if the job isn't paying enough to cover that you know like a lot of other professions you know yeah teachers. I mean it 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 must be frustrating I guess as well Claude is it for for you and other oh, principals you kind of spend an awful lot of your time I'd imagine trying to deal with this. Well, I suppose like we would feel we spend a lot of time fighting for resources, you know, and trying to get the most, the, the you know, the most we can for the children in our schools. And, you know, you go to all the trouble of applying for all these, you know, set teachers, for EAL teachers, for all those extra staff. And when you eventually get them, then you find you, you don't get to utilize them the way we want to utilize them. They're ending up in a classroom. And so when every time you have to take a, special ed education teacher out of their role and put them in a classroom for a day or two days or even a week, somebody else loses out, you know. So it's very, very difficult and very frustrating and, as you said, extremely time-consuming. Paul Crone is with us as well, the director of the National Association of Principals and Deputy Principals. Uh, Paul, from your point of view, how significant a problem is this? No, it is it is a significant problem, um, and I suppose it has been building for a while. And particularly, my um, area is um, second level, and numbers are continuing to increase, and are forecast to increase in post primary for the next number of years. So it is a, a, an issue that, while it's come to a head now, it's something that we do need to plan for. It's something that we do need to put our heads together. The the, the collective expertise that exists within the stakeholder groups to see how can how can we resolve this because we have are, are in the process of receiving the results from our 2022 well-being and workload survey of principals and teacher shortages is the third greatest stressor in the daily lives of principals and deputy principals so it's something that does need to be addressed because at the moment the solution is not uh, readily evident yeah, because I was going to ask, I mean, is there a short-term measure that the government could introduce, something they could do to help people like Cloda and yourself? I don't, I'm, I'm not sure there is off the top of my yeah, there, head. There, well, there are, there are, there are some short-term things that can be done, such as allowing teachers who are on job share to take more hours and teachers who are on career break to teach some hours, ways to entice back in recently retired teachers um, and ways to allow the, the professional masters in education students maybe take some contracted hours and, and relieve the burden. And, and they were done as a temporary measure last year to alleviate the pressure around COVID. So um, first of all, we need to quantify the data and see how many vacancies there are nationally. And, and I, I suppose that data might be available on the payroll system or whatever it would be, and see the extent of the problem, and then look and see is this going to be a three-month thing, a six-month? Is it going to be this year? Can we look and see it and increasing the supply? Are we able to entice teachers who've gone abroad, home, um, teachers who have maybe been locked down for two years, who think differently maybe than I did when I was 23 or 24 and want the experience of travelling and they're not looking to get that permanent pensionable job 
and, and a mortgage just yet in their lives. Uh, and uh, is there a way that we yeah. can encourage them to stay home? Uh, and uh, Paul, what's the feedback you get then from you know members of, of, of the association um, in terms of Dublin and the specific problem when it comes to Dublin, people maybe not wanting jobs, as Clodagh says, certainly not wanting to temporarily fill in for other people's jobs because they either can't afford the rent or they have the money, but there's nowhere to rent. And, and that, that, that is an issue. And I did speak to one principal two weeks ago who sent an email to his staff saying, if anybody has a spare room, I have a number of teachers, I think he's six teachers, newly qualified teachers that he was taking on and they were looking for accommodation and they all accepted the, the position because they want to work uh, subject to being able to secure uh, accommodation. So it, it, it is an issue and, and everybody is, and, and I hear the calls for the same for the, the university students if you have a spare room. It's the same for newly qualified teachers. If we can find them somewhere to live, they're excellent, they want to work, they want to make a, a, a big contribution. We would also be still hopeful that a number of teachers maybe who are from areas outside Dublin and were maybe holding on and hopeful that they would get a job in the local school because they didn't want to travel, maybe might still be available and might take work in other schools and take a contract. But people want tenure and it's difficult to give somebody tenure for a maternity contract or a job share contract because that job belongs to somebody else and that can be an issue too. Paul Crone, Director of the National Association of Principals and Deputy Principals and Clodagh Farrell, Principal of Stapolin Educate Together National School. Thank you both very much uh, for joining me here in the show. One listener says, Qualified teachers, there are tons of us out there. I wanted to return and I was told my pay scale would return to minimum and my pension was hugely affected by a 16-week break in service. Somebody else says there's plenty of teachers from abroad here, but unfortunately unions here want you to do an Irish H-dip. I'm lecturing part-time for eight years and a director in a pharmaceutical industry with two master degrees, but I need to do a dip to teach. A Dublin waiting is long overdue, says somebody else, for key public sector workers like teachers, nurses and the Gardaí who are all paid the same regardless of where they live. They've done this in London for years and one more for now. I'm not giving my name, so the school will not be identified, but a colleague retired over the summer and now the second level school I teach in has no Leaving Cert Honours Maths teacher. Pupils going into sixth year from fifth year don't know this yet. Impossible to find somebody for just three and a half hours teaching of Honours Maths every week. I wonder if that situation replicated anywhere else. If you know of it, do text 53106. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.